What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Next Level Confident Podcast. This is Janelle Lene, and the woman that I have on the show today is seriously amazing. Um, I want to give a really warm welcome to her. She's the founder of Successful Babe. This woman is a success and accountability coach that helps female entrepreneurs get clear on their vision and the action steps that it takes to get there. So let's go ahead and welcome Susan Brennan. Woo! Yay! Hey, happy to see you. You are so welcome. So you guys can find her on Instagram. It's at growth. If I, that sounded weird. Like, <laughs> growth and grace life. So that's basically four words, the word growth and grace life, or you can go to her website, which is successfulbabe.com. So Susan, why don't you tell everyone um, a little bit about yourself and then how we met? Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, everyone. Uh, Thanks for having me on again, Janelle. I'm super excited for this. And I'll start with our backstory of how you and I met. We met a couple, few years ago now, however long it's been. Um, when I was working for a health food company and we were reaching out to incredible influencers that we wanted to represent our brand and Janelle was at the top of our list. So (laughs) reached out, you laugh girl, but I saw all the people we were reaching out to and you were at the top of the list. So I'm just going to say it. Now everyone knows. Um, so we reached out and we had a new product launch coming up. So we hosted a big party to celebrate that. And Janelle was there. So her and I got to meet in person for the first time. And then we just totally hit it off. One of those, I mean, you all know her. She just instantly connects with people, makes you feel so welcome. And I'm going, I'm the one hosting this event and she's making me feel welcome. This is funny. Um, (laughs) but we just connected instantly and became friends and have just stayed friends well beyond. I'm not with that company anymore. And, um, but just our friendship has grown through the years. So yes, yeah. so good. And I will say that when I got reached out to by that health food company, um, it, it was funny because my, one of my very favorite podcasts is the model health show with Sean Stevenson and he helps promote them. So when I got reached out to, um, by by you but through their account i was like oh my gosh i'm ready to launch a podcast i'm the next sean stevenson this is amazing like i was fangirling so hard i felt so honored and so it was cool that we met and then i remember we just started talking about like i think like boys and dating like the second we met like i don't remember why but we started talking about something to do with boys and dating and we were just like laughing so hard and that was like our first two minutes and i was like all right this girl's cool. I thought I was going to have to act like super professional around her, but we actually just clicked. <laughs> yeah. I think we were talking about dating apps at the time. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that ended up being what I would consider a very successful night for you, my dear. You um, know, it is, yeah, that was the night that I got introduced to um, a couple that introduced me to Frankie. That was, that was the night. 
So, and then, you know, you caught the the bouquet at my wedding. So, you know, anyone listening, um, (laughs) if you're interested in your, you know, a male, I won't go into all of her specifics, but you know, she, she's ready because she caught the bouquet and you know what that means. It's, that is, that is foolproof. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, girlfriend. So tell us a little bit about what is an accountability coach? So, well, I mean, some people might call it, you know, a professional nag. For <laughs> and I do actually say that sometimes because in all sincerity, I am that voice in your head that's consistently encouraging you forward and reminding you to use your time productively, not just to stay busy, to take breaks when you need it. Absolutely. I'm a huge advocate of resting throughout the day, 100%. And make sure that when you're using your work time that you're working on things that are moving you forward. So I'm that voice in your head saying, is that what you want to be focusing on right now? Or is there maybe something a little bit more related to your big goal that you could be focusing on right now? And what would that thing be? Just one thing. I only look for one thing a day for my clients. Um, And I just will then consistently follow up with them to make sure that they are doing that one thing each day and bonus points if they're moving additional things forward as well. Um, but yeah, I, that's my version of being an accountability coach is literally just making sure people are staying on track with what they're saying they want and what their big vision is. So cool. I love it. So what led you to becoming an accountability coach? Like what is your transformation story? Oh, wow. So it started, um, Several years ago, I had my company for now going on eight years and it transitioned over the years from personal assistant to virtual assistant, online business management. And in that realm, as I was working with my clients who were online business owners, they were mostly coaches. I would in our regular daily phone calls be checking in with them like, okay, you said you want to do this thing. When are we going to do this by? What is this going to look like? What kind of actions do we need to accomplish? And then I would consistently follow up with them. So I was doing it naturally as their business manager to make sure that their business was moving forward. And then um, probably about three years ago now, I started realizing that that was the part of my job I liked more than the admin implementing portion. And so I just had a conversation and I used my moving to San Diego as my transition period of, all right, clients, I love working with you. I want to keep working with you but I want to be a coach in your community versus an admin behind the scenes. And so that's when the transition happened. And that's now what I've been doing for the last few years. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah. So before you were doing more like the actual tedious work of like, like the smaller things, but now you're able to help people focus on the bigger thing and you're not the one who's actually writing the emails for them. You're, you're, there to make sure that they're actually doing the things that they say they're going to do. Totally. Yes. And I also help them um, delegate things out because scaling, as we all know, is not done alone. And so I really want my clients to be able to focus on their skill sets, on their sweet spots, and know that they have me in their back pocket as someone who's been delegated to and someone who's delegated out to others that I can help them in that transition of okay, friend, you're doing great, but you don't get to keep doing these little menial tasks that are taking your time, but not your, um, not your brilliance. 
Yeah. So stay in their brilliance. I love that. Stay in your brilliance. Yeah. So what is one of the biggest excuses that you hear people making in regards to why they can't get complete a goal or why they can't seem to move forward? What, what are the excuses? Oh, oh. I'm going to take liberties and do more than one. Please do. <laughs> really dive in here. There's definitely a few consistent ones that come up. Time is obviously a huge one for people. It's so easy to get distracted. I don't have enough time. I just didn't have enough time. Just things came up. Um, and distractions. People, it's so interesting how when you are in an expansion mode and you're stepping into new levels, it's so much more comfortable to stay in a familiar area, which is often an area of chaos or um, disorganization or not wise time management. And so it's easy to sink back into that and say, oh, I just, I wanted to do it, but I had all these other things come up unexpectedly. And the unexpected things that come up are not necessarily priorities, but they're the comfortable familiars that people want to continue doing. So they, you know, I got this last minute request to do this thing next week. And I just had to move things around in my calendar. And I'm going, that's not really a priority though. It's not a bad thing, but it's not a priority and it's not in line with your vision. So why again, is it getting all of your attention and why are you being so chaotic in your business to make it a priority when it's actually not one? So I would just say the, the comfort of the familiar and time are probably two of the biggest excuses that I see with people not moving forward and hitting the goals they say they want to hit. Yeah. And I think, I think one thing you said that I really liked was, um, is this moving you forward in your vision? So in order to be able to continue to follow up with that question, people need to be clear on what their vision for their life is, right? Yeah, absolutely. So how do you help people get clear on their vision? Like what if someone has a lot of different ideas of how they see their life going or they feel like maybe they have like five really good visions, like they want to write a book, but then they also want to like, you know, work their main job. And then they also want to have like an Etsy shop. And then they also, you know, whatever, like they have lots of different things going at once. What do you help? What do you, what do you say to those people? Yeah. Well, (laughs) you're literally like, I feel like I'm talking to one of my clients right now. I have so many, (laughs) it's such a common thing. And, and I love it because it means they're passionate. It means that they have things that they enjoy. It means they're wanting to contribute to the world. They have things that they want to get out there. They want to make a difference. And I love working with people like that. And we've all been in situations where we're like, I literally don't know where to focus because there's 18 different things vying for my attention. And I kind of am excited about a lot of them or I just, I just don't know what to do. So for those people, which is, it's very common. So if that's you, don't feel alone. You're, you're in great company. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I really, I love vision boards. And so just as a, as a super quick overview of that, I used to think they were the dumbest things in the world, but it was because I was scared of my vision. So if that speaks to you right there, just be aware of it. Don't let it intimidate you off your vision. Just recognize that, wow, maybe I didn't want to put it out there and really be honest with myself because it's massive and it's huge and it's scary. That's awesome. And there's a lot of ladies who would love to support you with that. So, um, 
And we are two of them. Yes, we are two of them. I know. I was, I was like, how do I transition that back to us and not sound promoty? But we are two of them. So, um, so I'm, I am now that I have been doing vision boards, I am now a huge believer because I've actually seen things come to fruition in my life that previously were only in my head. And then I moved them to a vision board. And then I started taking actions that were in alignment with those. And now those things are coming true in my life. So it's, it's one of my favorite tools and the way I walk people through that. I have a whole process I walk people through, but basically if you've ever seen one of those life pie charts that sort of has a bunch of different areas. So it's relationships, it's finances, it's romance, it's professional, it's, you know, there's, it's entertainment and fun, adventure, whatever. There's however many different categories. The way that I walk people through that is to get those different categories. I think I have 13 that I walk people through and pick one thing that excites you in that category. Like, oh my gosh, what would I want to do in that? Like, what sounds kind of fun for me this year? One of my goals, one of my fitness goals was to do a punching bag sit up where you grip the, it's like a tall body size hanging punching bag. You grip it with your legs and then you lean back to the floor and do a sit up while gripping the punching bag with your legs. And in my head, I thought that's going to be the coolest, like what a neat party trick. Yes. <laughs> but what parties have a punching bag that you can do that on? Every party I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I? I didn't get invited to these ones. But, um, but so for me, that's an example of one that I did. So I, I have people pick a goal. It doesn't mean it's the only thing you're going to accomplish in that area. And it doesn't mean that everything else in your mind is on the back burner, not important, never to be thought of again. It simply means that for this year, that's the thing in that area that you're gonna be growing towards. So I like to make it less pressury for people because this isn't determining, you know, the entire rest of your life if, if you get to do a punching bag setup or not. But it's a really clear thing that you can work towards and it's very obvious, yes, I have done that or no, I haven't done that. And I'm happy to say I have done that she yes, has. Yeah. I can attest. I saw it on Instagram recently. I was like, dang. And I didn't know that was one of your goals. And I was literally just like, dang, Susan looks so strong and so fierce. Like thank you. this woman looking so fierce in her life. I would have never expected you to be whipping that out, but it was, I know you look, and I'm like a feminine, graceful woman, but that just for whatever reason, it kind of unleashed something in me. And I thought, Oh wow, I really, I like this. So <laughs> Anyway, I feel like I'm getting us off track, but you pick your life categories and I, I provide them to my clients. And then you pick a goal that sounds fun. That sounds interesting. That sounds, um, like, yes, I'm in alignment with that. That's actually something that I, I want to accomplish. And then for me, the up level that I was given this year was to include a Bible verse with each one of those to support it. So when you look at my goals board on my wall, it has the goal it has, or it has the life category, the goal that goes along with it, and then a Bible verse to support it. And then I've taken each of those goals and I've Google searched images that represented it. And that's how I created my vision board. So. Oh, cool. Okay. So you, yeah. Cause I think at least from what I've known, a lot of people buy a bunch of magazines and kind of cut stuff out of magazines. And then I remember when I saw your vision boards and they were so specific, I remember you saying, oh yeah, I find images that I want. And then I go get them printed and then I make my vision board. So yeah. I think for anyone listening, I think that's a really great idea because 
first of all, I went to go buy magazines recently to create a new vision board. Um, and by recently, I mean like four months ago, but anyway, um, and the magazines are freaking, they're like 20 bucks a piece. And I wanted yeah. to buy like 10 of them because I really wanted a lot of options. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not spending $200 on magazines to cut up for a vision board. So I think finding them on, you know, Pinterest or, you know, Google or whatever, and then printing them out, you can get so much more specific and it's probably friendlier on the pocket as well. Yeah. And it's so fun to look. And so I have them, I'm like sitting at my desk right now and they're on the wall across from my desk. So I'm looking at them every day. And I, I really want to highlight that because especially when we're making big goals and we have big visions, it can feel scary and it can feel tempting to be like, well, I made my vision board, but it's under my bed. You're going, that's not what it's for. It's for you to look at and be inspired by. And I will say one thing that stands out to me every time I look at my vision boards is I had a friend and genuinely a friend, because only a friend would say this and could get away with it. But I had a friend one time, and I don't remember what the topic was. Maybe we were deciding where to go eat or something. And, you know, looking at my vision board, and I was saying some things out loud, and he looks at me and he goes, well, that's not what vision board Susan would do. And it hit me so hard, because he can see my vision boards, and he knows what my goals are. And when he said it, I was like, oh, how dare you? But it stuck with me because it's truth. Vision board Susan wouldn't make that choice because it's not in alignment with my vision. So it's a helpful, um, it's like a lighthouse, right? It's just that helpful reference point of where, and, and I say that, I definitely am a human and I make choices sometimes that are not in alignment with my vision. I, I've definitely made decisions from fear before. So I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect and now I have it all together. I still totally make decisions that are not in alignment with my vision. And I make way more decisions that are in alignment with my vision because I'm looking at it daily. It's staring me in the face and it's very clear. So there's no question when I'm making a decision or teetering, I know which one is in alignment with my vision. I know which choice would better support my vision. So I can still choose the other option. And sometimes I still do from fear. And it's super clear. So that's why I love helping people get really clear on their vision first, because it's a constant lighthouse for you to make your decisions from when you're feeling chaos come around you, when you're feeling uncertain, when you're feeling like you're not clear on something, having that really clear vision is going to be a game changer for you. Yeah, 100%. And I guess I'm curious because I would think that maybe some of the people listening are really driven business women. And then some people who might be listening might be like a stay at home mom, or um, I don't know, maybe supporting their life with working at a coffee shop or something like that. So um, I guess, cause everyone has different visions, right? Like some people's vision is to be speaking in front of lots of people or to be growing a huge business. And then some people's vision is their true biggest vision is to be a stay at home mom or something like that. So um, I guess, do you run into women who are ever like, Oh, I don't need a vision board because I don't really have big enough dreams for something like that. Oh yes, I totally do. And it reminds me of me when, and, and for me, the very real reason that I finally was able to admit was because I was scared of my vision. So that was my story. And I can't 
speak to that. You know, that's not going to be the same story for everyone as to why they don't have a vision or a vision board. Um, but I do like to, to encourage people to look at that. Like, why do you feel like you don't have a vision or you're not allowed to have a vision? Or for me, another one that felt very real for me was that my vision was not, um, like I have, I have a vision of being an incredible wife to a phenomenal man. And for me growing up, I thought I had to fit in a box of, okay, I have to, you know, graduate, go to college, get married, start having kids, white picket fence, you know, the whole, that whole vision of what the stereotype was of what was quote unquote expected. And I didn't, allow myself to expand beyond that for many, many, many years because I didn't think it would be accepted by society. And I, I, it like pains me to say that because I hate when people are driven by society, but I get it because it's easy to be driven by society when you're not letting yourself really go there and get clear on what your vision is, not what your parents' vision is for you, not what your friends' visions are for themselves, that if you have something different, you might not be part of that friend group anymore. That's a real thing too. And I've felt that and I've experienced that. But like, what is your truest vision? Because let me tell you, when you get clear on that and when you let yourself be super honest with what it is for you, people are going to start coming into your life who are more than happy and thrilled to support you in that vision. And it may look like some of your friendships change it may look like family dynamics shift a little bit. It may look like things in your life are going to be different and that's okay. It, it might feel scary and I get that and that's okay. And I know Janelle, you and I have had this conversation many times of friendships changing and shifting through the years as we continue to up-level and grow and step into, you know, our really most empowered selves um, that, you know, we have, stepped away from certain friendships or they just simply dissolved. It's not a, a dramatic thing. It's just not, you just don't have that connection anymore. And I think one of the things we could both say with such fervency is that's okay because it's, it's creating space for them to be better supported by friends who are at a level that matches them. And for us to be supported by friends who are at a level that matches us and neither one is right or wrong, but I will speak from the experience, the painful experience of trying to hold on to and cling on to friendships that were not working anymore, that because I wasn't letting myself be true with my dreams and my vision. So the, the sooner you can allow yourself to be really honest with yourself and do that gut check and really say the words out loud, like I actually really desire to be an incredible wife like it's so liberating and it's so much more fun to create from that space of freedom than to feel like you have to try to create some vision that sort of fits in the box that you're smushed in. Cause that sucks. Yeah. And I've lived it. And I, I just, I really want you, if you feel squished in a box right now, I'm speaking to you. So, so yeah. That it's was time to little... break out of that box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Everything you just said, just truth bombs on truth bombs. And um, a couple of things I'll add in is like, along with friendships, um, and family dynamics shifting, 
one thing I talk about on my social media a lot is also relationships with the opposite sex, right? So if you're dating someone, especially if you're dating someone and you're not, you're not married, you know, you're not fully committed, you got to get out of those if they're not, if they're not in alignment with your vision and if they're not serving you. And so that's the same kind of thing. It doesn't make you right and him wrong or vice versa. It just means it's not a good fit and that's okay. And by letting go, you'll actually attract someone who is more in alignment with where you're headed. And that's a really beautiful thing. Um, and then the other thing I'll say along with what you were saying, Susan, is that ultimately, like, I think, I mean, I was the same way. I thought I had to be married by a certain time. And then after I was married, then I could go do things like I kind of feel like, and maybe, I don't know if this is Christian culture, or I don't know if this is American society in general. Um, but I feel like there's this pressure that like you go to college and then you get married right after college and then you start having kids. And if you do things out of order, it's like, you're not a, good girl or you're not a good person or something's wrong with you. Like you're different from everyone else. And I know I played that story for a long time in my head and I kept waiting on a man to go do things because I thought, well, my vision can't really happen until I'm married. I have to, you know, wait till I'm married and then I could go move to a new city or then I could start a new job or then I could adventure the way I want to adventure. Like I held myself back from living my best life living on fire, living towards a vision because I was so tunnel visioned towards my only vision being husband first, um, that I felt like I couldn't do anything else until the husband came. So, um, for me, it was really freeing to break, break away from that and finally realize like, I don't need to be married to start my life. I can start my life and it's okay if I get married later than my friends or later than, um, is like societal standards. It's okay if I don't have it all, I don't know, normal, like it's okay if it's different and, and just releasing your expectations. Hi friends. I wanted to tell you about this new thing I just launched. It's called the confidence workshop. The confidence workshop is a women's only leadership training for the ladies of corporate America. And you guys, it's honestly going to revolutionize the workplace. What is the purpose of this workshop? You may be scratching your head, pondering deeply to yourself. <laughs> the Confidence Workshop is created to harness a unified company vision, build authentic relationships within the workplace, and give practical tools to support women in showing up powerfully every single day. Hand clap emojis. So if you know of a company or event that would be perfect for this workshop, please head on over to our website, JanelleNA.com and submit your request today. Thanks. And I can't wait to hear from you. And so it's like, I think it's so healthy to hold on to, I want a husband, right? Kind of like you've said, like you want to be an amazing wife and you hold on to that. And that's a part of your vision. And it's okay if things happen in a different order than you think they're going to. It's okay if it's not X and then Y and then Z. It might be Y and then Z and then X and it might be all scrambled up and that's okay too because it's still beautiful. Yes. And I love that you're, that you're bringing this up because again, something I know you speak into a lot is, um, and we'll keep going on the husband theme because I so resonate with what you were saying and I waited years 
before I started living my life because I was waiting for my man in order to start living my life. And so I'm, I'm super thankful you brought that up. Um, and I, I'll just say to that, that the more that you are living your life now, regardless of who is currently in it or who you're wanting to come into it, the more appealing and attractive it's going to be for someone to want to join you in that adventure. Because I don't know about you, but I certainly would not be attracted to a man who's just sitting at home waiting for a woman before he starts living. Like that's actually about as opposite from what's attractive to me as possible. Like, I want a man who's living his life, who's influencing other people, who's making a difference in his community, who's like showing up and who's passionate about what he's doing, even if he's still figuring things out along the way, right? It's not expecting perfection. It's not expecting that fairy tale. It's, yeah, I want a man who's breathing and alive, sure. But also how about a man who's living? And so the flip side of that is for us women, we get to be the women who are living. And I, I say it and I know it's really hard to receive. I know I heard people say it when I was in that season and I wasn't receiving it. So I'm trusting that the more you're following Janelle, the more times you re-listen to this podcast, the more it will sort of sink in that um, it's not wrong for you to want that at all. It's a beautiful thing. And it's going to happen in a more enjoyable way the more that you're out living your life and trying new things and and going on that adventure and making that move and finding that job. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be perfect before he'll come into your life, but you get to be living before you get to be matched with someone else who's living, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I think you said it really, really well, Susan. Um, And you guys, everyone listening, like Susan is currently single, like I said. So like, I mean, A, if you're a guy listening, she's single. And B, women, this is coming, like, I know I'm married. So I think it's so easy when married women are like, you know, being single is awesome. Like really enjoy it. And you're like, dude, screw you. I am so ready to meet my person. Like I, you're married, so I don't really want advice from you. All that goes to say, I know it's easy for me to say, but Susan is actually in your same season of life. If you're single and listening and resonating with this, and she is currently living her best life and on an adventure and running her own business and constantly doing all these like fun, adventurous, just whimsical things. That's how she lives her life. And has she attracted her man yet? Not yet but she will. And so you can really listen to her because she is in the same season of life as you are and she still is able to do it. So I think it's extra inspiring. Thank you. And to that point, I also just want to bring up, um, I know I've personally struggled with worthiness in the past. Anyone else out there who's struggling with that or has struggled with it, you get it. Like it's a horrible feeling to feel like I, like I really, want to attract an incredible man, but I don't think that I'm worthy of one. And let me tell you one of the things that really helped me break out of that. One was gratitude. Like I'm a huge proponent of gratitude, but two was actually me going out and doing fun things because I don't know about you, but it feels really helpful for me to have something interesting to share about my life when someone asks me about my life. And if I'm at home sitting with my cat Um, And that's what I tell people. That's not a great impression to give people. Like I live alone with my cat. 
as a single woman, we all know where people go with that. But if I can tell people like, yeah, I just went parasailing or, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I just traveled to Denver for this phenomenal wedding, Janelle. Or, you know, I just went horseback riding or, you know, yeah, I just launched this new program or whatever it is. Like, because I'm living my life, it has boosted my confidence so much to be able to impact and inspire other people and have something to contribute where I know for a fact now when my man does come into my life, I'll be able to match that and be in that same energy of knowing that, oh, I can totally handle being with this man who's incredible and phenomenal and successful because I know that I'm contributing to life as well. And I'm not expecting him to fill my cup because my cup's already full. So we can pour out together into one another and into our communities together. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're not sure, you know, if you're just not sure what you're doing in life, it's okay to just go try something new. I'm yeah. not trying to become a cowgirl, but I missed horse riding. I used to ride horses when I was little. So I just took myself horse riding the other day. Like just go do something. And it's a great conversation piece. And it doesn't have to mean it's a lifestyle change. It's just something to get yourself out of a rut or out of a routine. And I know I can get stuck in routines. So it's helpful for me to mix it up a little bit, have a little fun. And I will also speak to ladies who are very much planners and very regimented that structure can make way for spontaneity. So don't be afraid to do things a little different. Don't be afraid to take a different route to the grocery store. Don't be afraid to have a last minute get together at your house. Like just try it, give it a shot and love that. go for it. So thank you. Wow. I feel like I'm ranting a lot today, but wow. I'm, no, I love things. it. It's like preach. Like we just like <laughs> emoji clap hands, like clap, 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 like come on. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, I'm going to get us back on course with um, goals because that's what we're really talking about. But yes, True. relationships are a part of the vision. You've got to be clear on your vision. Um, so what are a few really practical pieces of advice you can help individuals who are listening right now that keep falling off the wagon of their goal? Yes, I would say a huge, um, one of the biggest uh, things that I see that, that knocks people off course is they're clear on their big vision, but they're not necessarily clear on the actions that it's going to take to get them there. So that's one of the things I love walking people through is like, Hey, you have this huge goal. Now let's come up with, okay, I, I break it down like this. You have a mountain goal. That's your 12 month goal. So in the next year, this is the one big major thing that I want to accomplish. And I'll highlight this again. It doesn't mean that other things are not also getting accomplished during the year. It's just, that's like your main huge, big goal for your year. So you have that. And then each month is like a boulder. So it's like a smaller, it's still solid, it's still sturdy, it's still visible, but it's smaller. And then each week you have a rock goal. So, okay, so by the end of this week, I will have accomplished X, Y, Z. And in order to accomplish that, you need to break it down into your daily goals. So those are your, your pieces of gravel. So like, are you, I want you to be picturing these big things. You have your big mountain and then a boulder, which is still huge, bigger than a person, but you know, smaller than a mountain. And then your rock, which is like basketball size. And then your gravel, which is like gravel, like little pebbles. And then your 
So that's gravel is your daily. And then each hour you're going to be accomplishing your sand goals. And the way, the reason I break it down like that is because it's really tangible. It's a visual. And if you think of like sand in an hourglass, hence an hourly goal of sand, it helps you just get really clear on like, what am I just doing this one hour? What's one thing I can do this hour to help me get closer to my goal? So that's how I have my clients break down what they're doing is because it's one thing to say, oh, I really want to do that this month. But if nothing that you're actually doing in your day to day is lining up with that, then you're not going to get that thing accomplished this month. So, so give a, maybe an example of like, if someone has a mountain goal, boulder, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So say your mountain goal, I'll use, I'll use my book as an example. So I'm writing a book right now called abundant wife. And so that's like a year goal. That's my big mountain goal. So the boulder goal, that's going to be my month. Like each month I know what I'm going to be working on. And so one of the months might be, um, you know, finding, reaching out to the different ladies that I'm going to be interviewing. Cause some of you might think we just found out she's single and she's writing a book about being an abundant wife, but it's cause I'm interviewing women who are abundant wives and getting wisdom from them. So it's not my wisdom. It's wisdom from actual abundant wives. Um, so one of my boulders would be, you know, getting a whole long list of people that I can be, um, you know, reaching out to and connecting with them to get them, to get them set up so that I can do that. And then, um, the weekly goal could be, okay, by the end of this week, I will have interviewed three of these ladies. And then the daily goal would be, okay, today I'm going to make sure that I'm working on, um, you know, editing one of the interviews so that the recording is ready to launch when the book launches. And then the hourly goal would be um, making sure that I've uploaded it to the proper, you know, YouTube or Vimeo or whatever, and that it's, you know, it's titled appropriately and I have the link saved in my spreadsheet, right? Like each of those could be different pieces of stand. So that's like a really brief example and it's going to look different for different people. The main thing is just making sure that each sand funnels into the gravel, funnels into the rock, funnels into the boulder that funnels into the big mountain goal so that everything you're working on actually lines up to get you up your mountain. Cool. So yeah. you write down your mountain goal. So for people, I mean, this will probably be released just right before the new year anyway. So this is perfect. So if you're thinking about 2020 and what you want to be doing, um, think about one really specific thing that's like, um, I always say to my clients, smart, right? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely, doesn't have to be like super realistic, but like medium realistic. Yeah. Um, and so for you, that was write a book this year. Um, and so then you probably had to break down all the different ideas of like what all goes into writing a book, right? Like totally. you had to reach out to the people you had to, yeah. and you probably had to like find an editor. So you probably had to create this whole list of like, here's everything that needs to be done in my year and then make a list maybe of like steps one, step two, step three, step four, like what step it needs to be in. And then you could break it down into the monthly and then daily and hourly. Would you say yeah. that's correct? Or Yeah, I think that's perfect. And it's, it give yourself the freedom and the grace to know that it's going to shift a little bit as you go through. So there's going to be things that you learn along the way of the process. I've never written and published a book before. So a lot of it's new to me. So I will 
do like Janelle said, like kind of come up with that initial, here's what I think is going to go into it. And then as you're going different things or different resources and people will come into your world that can help expedite certain pieces. You know, so there's, there's things that maybe I had on my list earlier that now can be delegated out to someone else that I don't have to do. So it doesn't need to be on my timeline anymore as far as a specific goal that I myself am taking on. So it's okay if things shift, you're not writing it in cement. These are just guidelines to help you stay clear. It's really, if there's one thing you take away from all of this, it's to just be looking at things through the filter of, is this in line with my vision or not? And then you can make the decision accordingly, but if you know that it's in alignment with your vision, then why would you not focus on moving that piece forward? Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess for what if it, it what if, mm, how do I want to say this? Say it's been a whole year and you wanted to have your book completed in the year and the year comes and you're like, dang it. I had this goal for this year to complete this book. And you're like frustrated with yourself. How do you talk through that? And what do you do next? Yeah. Ooh, excellent question. So the first thing I would say to that is don't wait a year before you start giving yourself feedback. So as you're going through your day, your week, find, find a cadence that works for you. There's no like right or wrong way to do this, but for some people it's journaling each evening. For some people it's journaling once a week. Let yourself look at what you said you were going to do and then what you actually did and see if there are any gaps and see what you can shift to kind of get yourself back in alignment because things totally come up and I get that. And there's going to be things that you want to take, you know, an unexpected surprise birthday party once in a lifetime to celebrate grandma's 100th birthday. Well, then I get that. Then take your time to go do that and it's going to shift some things. But recognize that it shifted things and get yourself back on track with it. So instead of spending your energy beating yourself up, because we've all done that and it's exhausting and defeating and horrible, take that same energy that you would have used to beat yourself up and say, okay, Susan, what can I do differently this next week to get myself back on track and back in alignment with what I said I was going to do? Because um, like Janelle said, if, you know, if you're waiting until the very end of the year going, uh, I didn't get done what I thought I was going to do. It's a lot harder to recalibrate and get yourself back on track than it is if you're doing that on a, at least weekly basis. Um, and then I would say, and I think this is going to lead into um, one of the things that I for sure wanted to touch on as far as time management is one of the things that's been hugely beneficial for me is having timers set, having calendar reminders set. I use my calendar religiously and I have timers set for everything to make sure that I stay on track. And I say this because, I mean, I literally have timers reminding me to leave my house on time. Like I have timers for everything and it's effective for me, but I would say use your timers to support you. So if you want to take a little cat nap or you want to take some time to just scroll through social media with no agenda, totally cool, but set a timer so it doesn't eat up two hours of your day when you meant for it to only be 15 minutes. Set a timer for 15 minutes and then you're still on track. So use the tools that you have available to you and be really conscious of how you're speaking to yourself. And I know Janelle talks about this a lot of like how important self-talk is that 
when instead of saying, oh, Susan, you did it again, you failed again, you messed up again, look, you're still off track, of course, instead of using my mind, my brain, my words, my energy, my thoughts to speak that over myself, I would much rather say, okay, I'm so proud of you for stopping when you stopped. Now, what can we do to get back on track? Um, okay, I'm, I'm just going to check back on my list and see that I still have actions three, four, and five to do. So let's get started with number three. Like, just shift what you're doing. You're, you're not doing bad. You just got off track. You're human. Just I love that you track. touched on that because my next question for you was literally, how would you describe the correlation between goal setting and mindset? And you totally just answered that without me even having to ask. <laughs> it's so true that like when you set a goal you, your mindset has to be in a good place where you cannot beat yourself up. Or if you do beat yourself up, know the tools that get you out of your slump. And I know for me, like, I mean, I posted this on social media yesterday. I had a total meltdown yesterday morning where I was like crying and I was like, I don't want to live in Denver, just having a total childish moment. Um, I think we pretty much all have those, but if you don't, good for you. Um, <laughs> good for you. Just joking. Um, but for me, it's like, okay, what do I do to get my mindset back? And I, I have very specific things that I know that can help get me out of slump. So for me, it's always leaving the house. Like if I stay in my house when I'm in a slump, I'll just keep crying or I'll just keep like moseying around, like cleaning or doing laundry. Like, I don't know, just like finding, like moving my body, but mindless things. Cause I just can't, I can't even. Um, and so for me, it's like, get out of the house. And so usually it's going to a coffee shop because I can't cry at a coffee shop publicly. At least, I don't know. I try not to. Um, never done it before. And then my other big thing is turning on a podcast or audible. For me, um, reading is always a little bit more of a challenge. And so um, that's why I'm actually reading at least 10 minutes a day for the last 90 days of this year. But because reading is a challenge, I want to do something that's like, less of a challenge. I want to do something that really is easy for me to do. And for me, it's easy to pop in some earbuds and listen to Rachel Hollis on Audible or listen to an awesome podcast. And that'll start to lift my spirits and start to encourage me. And then I sit down to work and I turn on a solid Odessa playlist and like the beats just start to get me in the mood. And that's how I pick myself up. So I can get right back on the goal instead of sitting around thinking about how much I hate my life or how much I can't get anything done. So I think each person, I personally believe each person should have like their own pick-me-up routine and you know it's your routine. So even when you don't feel like doing it, even when you're in a slump and you're like, uh -huh, but you're like, all right, I know step one, step two, and step three, get out of the house, listen to Rachel Hollis, and then listen to Odessa and start working. I know that that works for me. Find yeah. something that works for you. Yeah, totally. And I'm a take a quick shower, take a quick nap, or a longer nap if I have the time, and then um, play a great worship playlist or a really upbeat, um, like good beats type playlist. So like Odessa or like there's some cool, uh, just some cool, like productivity playlists that get me back in my groove and a really good candle. Yes. Oh my gosh. I always like candles. Yeah, yes. A really good they candle. They really get me in the mood. I don't know. So and good. sometimes getting out of the house for me is like running down the street to get a Starbucks and then coming back by running, <laughs> getting in my car and driving down the street to Starbucks. And then coming back. Like, like, I'm not running when I'm not motivated. Well, I'm yeah. Let's be super honest on this podcast. <laughs> um, 
So yes, but let it like, again, experiment with it because it's going to be different things. And sometimes I don't feel like taking a shower in the middle of the day. And I know that I can't because I have an event and I can't get my hair wet. And so fine. So then I'll take that time to, you know, quote unquote, run to Starbucks, whatever, but find 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 it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I want people to walk away with three practical action steps based on everything we've talked about. Susan, what are three practical action steps that you want every human being listening right now to do because of this podcast? Oh my gosh. Okay. I would say I really want to encourage people to use timers. I think they're one of the best things we've ever invented as a human race. And I don't know who to credit for that, but God bless you, person who invented timers. Start using them. Use them to keep you on track. So say, I'm going to do this next thing for 20 minutes, or, okay, I need to make sure to leave by this time, or don't forget to check what you put in the oven. Like, they're useful for so many different things. Because I forgot to check what I put in the oven until uh, a way after it was past cooked. Okay. Um, so use timers. So that's one. Start setting timers for things. If you look through my phone, you would be embarrassed for me at what I have timers set for, but whatever. Remind yourself to hydrate throughout the day with a timer. I'm just going to say it. Yes. So set timers for sure. Um, the other thing I would say, and if you know a way to make this like an actionable step, Janelle, jump in here, but I would say just really really, 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 really focus on being aware of your thoughts. And anytime, and I got this yesterday, I got this vision. And so I'm going to share it today that anytime you feel yourself coming back to those, like, um, just thoughts that are not encouraging or inspiring thoughts of doubt, thoughts of fear, thoughts of, well, there's no way I could do this. I'm not capable of this. Oh, there's no way I could get that done. Like anytime you have self, um, detrimental thoughts, literally picture yourself. It's, it is as if you are picking up a heavy chain, wrapping it around your ankle and like welding it back together. Like that's what you're using your energy to do. And you're just locking yourself in place and weighing yourself down. When instead, when you recognize those thoughts, like stop them and change your internal conversation to say, you know what? I think this is going to be the first day where I'm actually going to be able to do this in 20 minutes instead of 35, whatever, like whatever it is for you, but shift your internal conversation. So that's your second one. So use timers, shift your internal conversation. And I would say it's a multi-step action, but I really would say to build a vision board at the very least. I was hoping you'd say that one. Yes, Mm. I really do. I really do want to say that. At the very, very least, have a vision board or a vision picture on your wall that represents at least one of your goals. If it's just one picture to represent one thing that you're so clear on that you know you want, like the depths of your heart are screaming at you for this thing, at least have that one image that is up where you go, that's somewhere you see it daily. Um, So for me, it was either at my desk where I sit most of the day to look at it, or it was going to be my refrigerator door because I'm in there a lot too. So, um, so yeah, or right at your, your bed. So it's the first thing you see as you wake up and the last thing you see as you go to sleep. Um, and a bonus one, I'm just going to throw it in there 
Oh, the fourth one is to turn your phones off like an hour before you go to bed. And of course, set a timer for that. But literally don't look at them then. Like go put it face down in a drawer somewhere. Make sure your alarm is already set for the morning and then allow yourself to unwind in the evening. Yeah. I love that one. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for everything, Susan. Your wisdom is so beautiful and you, your, um, growth and grace Instagram. It's, it's so much who you are. You're so growth minded, but you're also so graceful. And I, I love that about you. So thank you for your time today. And, um, in closing, do you want to briefly share what you have going on with the successful babe right now? Sure. Yeah. Just real briefly, I would say if you are a female entrepreneur who's been listening to this, then I know, I know, I know that there are things that you have that you're like, you have a vision, you have the goals, you have all this stuff you want to get done. And yet you're feeling maybe a little stuck or unclear, or you're like me and you're kind of intimidated by your goals. So you're not moving forward because, ah, oh my gosh. So Um, I designed the successful babe bundle and it really just includes, there's going to be things when you, um, go to the website that I think Janelle's going to provide for you. There's going to be things that we've talked about today that you'll recognize the vision boarding one-on-one. I literally walk you through my exact steps. There's training in there. There's visuals in there to help you walk through that so you can create your own, um, And I've just set this bundle up to really help you get clear on your goals, get clear on the actions it's going to take you to, and then to also look and feel your best as you're going about your day, because it actually does make a difference when you feel lit up, when you feel on fire, um, and you feel like you're put together for your day, it actually totally impacts the effectiveness of how you go about your day, the confidence of how you go about your day. So I've included some other cool uh, little bonuses in there. And then Uh, The bonus I'm most excited about though is a month in a Facebook group with me live. So you actually get custom coaching from me directly in there related to your goals, related to what you're working on to make sure that you're staying on track um, with all those goals you have. So uh, yeah, I'm just super excited about it. It's one of my favorite things I've ever launched in my business. So when you guys, um, depending on when this gets released, I usually do about one round per quarter, give or take. So there's going to be another round in the Facebook group with me whenever you purchase it. And you'll just see the dates on the website for the the next round, but you get all the goodies right away. So you can start implementing all that other stuff. Um, Yes. And I will tag that all in the show notes so that that way it's nice and easily accessible. So all you have to do is go to the show notes and click the button there. So that that way you can get 30 days of coaching with, what did you call yourself? The nagger? Like a professional. Oh, a professional nag. A professional nag. I mean, how perfect. I mean, you can't not get things done when Susan's blowing up your phone all the time. Like, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? She's awesome. She stays on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the shout out. Yes. No. I will blow up your Facebook comments on your post because- I won't be, it's not private coaching, but you'll get, you'll get access to me in the group. I'm in there daily. So it's true. um, It's true. Yes. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Susan for today. And you guys go to her Instagram at growth and grace life. So you can connect with her and let her know what you learned and how this podcast impacted your life. So thanks everyone and have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks.